That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 114 of the Cinemania World Show. Yes, we are back here on the podcast with the Cinemania World Show. This is the show we talk all things movie and television news from the week. I am Dwayne once again. I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinema Vixens, we have Mads. Mads, hello. How are you? Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, it's very good to have you here. And we are also joined from Geekly Goods. We have Leo. Leo, hello. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. You know, as the MCU shill on the call, I'm feeling excited <laughs> to talk about this news. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting to have you here as always. And lastly, we are joined from YouTube and the Cinemania World team. We have Tyler. Tyler, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. It's always interesting being a fan of DC. It's definitely never boring. So it's always exciting to talk some more DC stuff in general, I guess. It's usually pretty, pretty wild, messy stuff over there, but hopefully there's some light on the horizon. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens because today is looking very bleak. Uh, I got I got A list superheroes trying to get replaced by D list superheroes, and it's just a mess out here. So we're gonna get into all the news that kind of dropped a couple of hours ago here on from the DC universe. Obviously, everyone knows James Gunn and Peter Safran are the new heads of the DC universe. I think it's called DC studios. Now, um, you know, David Zaslav of Warner brothers discovery is still kind of like, you know, watching them from the, you know, from afar, making sure nothing gets too crazy, but we had some breaking news today, which is why we're on air. And that is Patty Jenkins wonder, wonder woman three will not be moving forward. This is official story from the Hollywood Reporter. There's a whole story of like upcoming plans. There's more to this article, but like that's like the big thing that's going on right now. Uh, it doesn't say. I, I believe um, when I was scrolling th- through it, I think this also means that Gal Gadot is just done. And I don't know what's happening. They kind of they kind of don't really say what's going to happen with her. So this is crazy, crazy stuff. So. Um, I'll get I'll get you guys' thoughts on all of this as we're kind of ro- as all the information is kind of rolling in, but um, I'll start with you, Mads. As far as Wonder Woman three not moving forward, are you bummed about that? Are you? What do you What do you think? I'm so incredibly torn. I'm a huge DC shill. I love mm-hmm. DC, even their terrible movies. I love them. Um, but one of the only DC movies I cannot have fun with was Wonder Woman 84. (laughs) I was miserable watching that movie, just absolutely miserable. And, but Wonder Woman, the first one, one of my favorite movies, I saw it like six times in theaters. Um, I cosplayed Wonder Woman to death when that movie came out. I, I loved having Wonder Woman be not like the most Aryan looking woman in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, I thought, I thought some good calls were made. I don't love Gal Gadot the most. I think she looks fantastic as Wonder Woman, but I don't think her acting is 
um, quite there, especially when we have women like Margot Robbie um, doing Harley, and she's just an incredible actress and everything. Um, You really see where Gal Gadot is really just using that beautiful face just to ride out her career in Hollywood. But I'm I'm torn. I I love the first one. I hate the second one. I was really nervous. Mm-hmm. I trusted Patty Jenkins to redeem herself, but I also kind of get just wanting to cut and like start fresh. Um, especially <laughs> if uh, like in that article it said Henry Cavill's contract is not confirmed, so we didn't even know if he was coming back. <laughs> just poor bloke. So I think that if we're gonna replace him. Yeah. And there's everyone knows like Ben Affleck was probably not going to be in much more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes sense to recast the entire Trinity rather than having one of the Trinity members go forward and two of them be recast. And we already knew Ezra Miller. He, he's done for in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is that? Four, like three out of the five or six Justice League members. It was done. We had to Cyborg we had to move on. So well, yeah, Ray Fisher has a hole in that yeah. drama is completely I know. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. But he's probably not gonna come back because of that. So No, no, yeah. and he deserves better. Um I think he was fantastic. And I, I, I like the Snyder cut. So um, Oh I love I love the Snyder cut. Yeah. We ain't, yeah, we ain't talking I, about Justice League twenty seventeen, but I love the Snyder cut. Exactly. I, I, I hate the Whedon cut. I love the Snyder cut. Um and I think he deserves better. Miller's out. This was inevitable. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad, but I think it's a good call. I trust James Gunn with my whole entire being. I, I, he's done some stuff in the past, but like I trust him as a filmmaker and I trust him as an exec in this like Kevin Feige role. And Mm -hmm. um, I think this was the right call for sure. So I know that with this universe, it's been such a disaster that it's either we start fresh. Or you do like a soft reboot, like there's no in between how yeah. it is. Either you either you continue these stories or you do like a soft reboot with the flash. But with everything that's good that was going on with the flash, it's like that movie is like cursed and yeah, stuff right now. It's like bit. flashpoint or nothing. You can't yeah. you can't recast without flashpoint, but you can't have flashpoint when Ezra Miller is terrorizing Hawaii. So yeah. it's like, what I... are you supposed to do? <laughs> I am nervous. I don't know what is the right move. That's why I'm not in a in like a fancy suit up in those offices. Like I don't know what the right <laughs> move is. But I am ner- I think I think there's pros and cons to each each decision that that gets done when it comes to this. This news is like seems so crazy because if these movies were like complete complete flops and stuff like that, uh, then I would see I would see a reason as to why you reboot everything. But Aquaman was extremely successful. The first Wonder Woman was extremely successful. The second one didn't even. I mean, the second one was smack dab in the middle of the height of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's like when that got released. So I mean, I don't even count that one. Critically or not, we've seen like bad superhero movies do really good at the box office let there be carnage hello um but it's yeah. like yeah. black adam though, right? yeah, ex- well yeah yeah it depends on who yeah, you're yes. asking because the rock is <laughs> not like the rock. Yeah. Yeah, the rock is like we didn't 
Bob, we're doing we're the new kid on the block. The Whatever. Rock also hinted at Superman's return, but that article says that's not true. So yeah, so, <laughs> it's a slippery slope. so this is a, a mitigated, unwarranted, slightly warranted disaster because the rock spent like four months like uh we might have superman wink wink superman is in it and then everyone was happy and rejoiced or whatever at least for the most part like i know i was i built an altar henry cavill (laughs) was in uh, henry cavill was like one of the main reasons why i was gonna go see black adam to be 100 percent frank and uh i'm sure that was for a lot of people now i'm sure that when black adam was coming out the idea was, oh, this is going to be like $110 million, $120, I'm the rock. We got this. The hierarchy has changed. And uh, they came out to like 60 something million dollars. And, oh, um, which ain't, it's, it ain't good. Like, it's not good for, I know it's Black Adam, but it ain't good in, in the sake of like, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They've been yeah. touting this as the hierarchy of the new DC universe and stuff. And this is remember they were doing like this is the start of this phase one. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. So, so like um, in the future. So yeah. they said all that. They did all that rigmarole. They brought Henry Cavill back, brought him in a new suit, put the score behind him, all for it to be like, well, we're rebooting this thing. Yeah, I'm also I, I'm befuddled. I'm, I'm rereading over the like the article just to make sure I get all my facts right. And it says that they did film a Henry Cavill cameo for The Flash, but they don't even know if they're gonna keep that in it. Oh so well, that's that's it, the the question now because they're considering just everything scratching it. Yeah. Henry no. Cavill needs to just just stop doing any kind of DC anything. Here, here's the my poor thoughts, guy. He, poor guy. The Witcher was my favorite thing. Um, yeah. I love the books. I love the video games. Everyone's um, turning on The Witcher now. No, I don't care about it anymore because Henry left because Netflix doesn't want to stick to the books. And he's <laughs> yep. a big fan of the books. Yep, he's yep. amazing for being that big of a nerd. Right. But I was like, the only thing that will make this horrible recast okay is if he is still Superman. Guys, I That's what I thought. I was Gosh. about to throw up today when this article jumped. I can't Ooh, handle this I, anymore. <laughs> what up because you cannot be listen, this this whole thing with David Zaza, I've been so infuriated because they were like they canceled Batgirl because of the DC brand. We don't want anything to tarnish <laughs> it. But bro, you, you dropped Black Adam uh with Henry Cavill, kind of promising that hey, this is the new thing going forward, and now you're rebooting everything, and now like Black Adam doesn't matter. Like, do I care about Shazam now? The next Aquaman movie, The Flash, what's Blue, what's Blue Beetle doing? Like, what's that movie a part of? Like, it is I just a disaster with this universe. I, and uh, there are definitely ooh. ones I think are more safe than others. Like, I think Blue, I think Blue Beetle's safe. Yeah, oh, but it's yeah. just like if you're rebooting, like you're starting with Blue Beetle. I mean, I don't have a problem with that, but is that it your de- phase one, number one movie? I guess I guess it depends on what the, what they want to keep. If if they want to keep anything or they want to reboot everything or they could go the the route like Matt Reeves Batman and just have them be in their own thing if they if they want to keep it that way. Uh, it depends on – I don't know what the yeah. story for Blue Beetle is going to be, so it could be – connected it could not be connected or it could be enough of a story where it doesn't need 
to be a part of anything else. It really depends. I mean, we don't really know, but I know that James Gunn retweeted the poster of Blue Beetle a couple of days ago, so I think he likes Blue Beetle. Yes. My um. Okay, so I wanted to get Leo's thoughts on all of this of of just the entire DC shakeup that's been going on. I know we're kind of going all over the place, but that's that's because this news is kind of just out of nowhere. Like, I feel like all of our all of our thoughts are kind of just like scrambled so mm-hmm. leo let's just get your generalized thoughts on all this what's what's going on in your head so be ready for a hot take from someone who didn't hate wonder woman 1984 and probably the <laughs> only one on the call that did it you, you, oh, no. yeah, right. uh, i think I this is okay. a brilliant decision mm-hmm. i think it is time for them to hit the reset button and i think right now is the perfect time to do it now, we could have got through maybe another crop of movies. I mean, you know, Shazam's right around the corner. What does that do for that? Like you were mm-hmm. saying, Blue Beetle. James Gunn seems to really like it since he tweeted it out. But we could have maybe got through those movies and yeah. The Flash at this point and just really made The Flash Flashpoint, bring in Grant Gustin or whoever else they want right, to go with. Right, <laughs> Just roll with a whole new cast of characters. At this point... You might as well look as somebody who's a Gal Gadot stand. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, I'm not crying that she won't be Wonder Woman anymore. I'm gonna just be 100 percent honest. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I don't I'm think I'm go like... ahead and reboot this because think about all of the pleasures that come with rebooting this, and you keep both the Batman and let's just say Blue Beetle. You keep both of those. Blue Beetle, I think, would be a great introduction to a new universe because then you have a younger character introducing us to the Justice League or whatever organization they want to go with through their eyes. I think that would be really cool because that provides a bit of an audience perspective for that character through this universe. So yes, start another universe with Blue Beetle. I think that'd be cool. The Batman can keep being its thing. And then DC can also produce these one shot or one universe movies like Joker, the Batman, whatever you want to do, they can keep doing other movies and maybe not even be so tied down to this universe like they are. I think the Mm. biggest issue with the DCEU was that it tried so hard to be the MCU so quickly. Maybe if they took Mm. a step back and just made movies based on DC characters, that would be the best result. I mean, that's that's the thing, though. Like, we we know that that's not what they want. Yeah, they want James Gunn or DC Studios. It, I know they're not going for that, but I'm yeah, just saying. Like, look at the Batman. Of- yeah, go ahead, Matt. No, look at the Batman. Look mm-hmm. at, like, financially, Joker. When you just pick a character and make mm-hmm. them a movie without trying to smash them into this Marvel universe that yep. took, what, 20 years to make, yeah. you do well. Like, exactly. that's just a fantastic take. Like, focus on characters. Don't focus on team that's why the first suicide squad everyone was like why are they giving us six new characters we have to care about right now and like guardians did that but james Mm -hmm. gunn is a god he's able to do that with suicide squad as well yeah exactly exactly like it's just focus i think if they focus on filmmakers like they did with um the batman with Mm -hmm. um joker which had great success even though it's 50-50 on when people actually like it. Um, that's their strength. And it's hard to make a Marvel, Marvelized DC movie because everyone's always like, well, DC comics are pretty dark. But then it's mm-hmm. a really hard mashup to make a visually dark movie and then try to shove Joss Whedon jokes in there. It doesn't work. Uh, but if you <laughs> look at it. Here's yeah. what I'm going to say, right? Here's what I'm going to say about 
that because I agree with the both of you. And I think that when DC's at their strongest is when they're doing these kind of solo kind of the Batman that, you know, Joker type movies where then, you know, they're not constrained by a universe. But what I will say to that as well, as far as them not being like Marvel, I think this is I think this is the best time to do to like capitalize on Marvel's MCU being a complete disaster right now. <laughs> I, I don't hold think on, Mar- hold on, Leo, 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 let me explain. Leo, let me explain. Tyler, let me explain. Let me explain. It's not a It's not. Listen, it's not a comp- I'm I'm not saying like the MCU was like DC 2016 level right now, but the MCU to a lot of fans and this is what that report was coming out about to a lot of fans uh, have 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 had have been having an identity crisis right now, mm-hmm. okay? We like we're this phase 4, it's like so many things happening all at once. And I know it's like gonna lead to the multiverse, and that I, I know all that shit. But <laughs> I, I like I think this is the DC, this is DC's best time and opportunity to come out with their versions of Iron Man and Captain America that the MCU desperately misses right now. Because listen, this Iron Heart, it ain't cutting it, dude. This uh, this whoever what? else. It's just not cutting it. This this uh this She Hulk and Hawkeye and stuff. No, listen, they had a there was a whole report about how they're gonna cut back some stuff because they're not all that happy with phase four themselves. I mean, we could we could dial some of them shows down to special presentations. I feel it. Like Okay, so I do think I do think now that I feel like MCU is gonna take a long time to get the hype of like where they were at when it came to like Infinity War and Endgame. So I think to capitalize on that, DC's new. I'm not saying hotshot a bunch of movies for like DC, you know, right now and like do your Justice League movie. But I think if you, I think doing going right into your universe right now while the MCU is kind of like doing whatever and ant-mans and fucking you know love and thunder and all this These shit coming out movies, so. well, the, well the thing is is how long is this going to take to get into production because well that's a great they're point still, <sighs> they're still crafting a plan and by the time that they might actually start releasing some of these things, it might be too late. It could be the MCU could already be back on the ball. Yeah, I mean, Phase yeah. 5 looking all pretty of, good, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, the DC slates, they still have all of those movies we mentioned that have to come out next year. So They pretty much like, got Aquaman like... Aquaman 2 comes out at Christmas time, 2023. Mm-hmm. So we still have a whole right. year of these DC that. movies in this old regime that... James Gunn and Peter Safran may not really care about. I mean, that's what, what I was talking about earlier. It, was, it seems kind of awkward that we're going to just blow everything up. But hey, still, please go still watch all of our movies that come out <laughs> next year. And they they still matter. It's It just it feels reminiscent to, uh, I guess technically it's Marvel. It was kind of when Fox was bought by Disney. Mm-hmm. And Thank we still had Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants. And it's like, yeah, and we're going to reboot the X-Men, but please go see these movies, even though they don't matter anymore. So, Thank goodness they don't. <laughs> another thing another thing that we have to talk about is this whole... So coming from the article, here's some pinpoints. I'm going to go to um, just a standard post that has just like the pinpoints of the article from Hollywood Reporter. Mm. So we went through Wonder Woman 3, not moving forward. 
Uh, Black Adam 2, unlikely. I can't wait to get into that real quick. <laughs> of course. Um, Aquaman of course 2 could be Jason Momoa's like last movie with that, you know, as far as Aquaman 2. He might Man be Lobo. Man of Steel 2 is up in the air. Uh, and then I guess James Gunn and Peter Safran, they're having a they're having a presentation with uh with um David Zaslav next week. Now everyone who's like thinking this is gonna be like a Comic Con panel type of thing, like can we not stop? It's it's like a meeting. <laughs> we don't see that stuff. So here's one of my okay, so here's another issue I have with this DC studios. So okay. Okay. Now listen, I get I completely understand. I completely understand. We have to reboot, and that, and that, unfortunately, that means taking everyone out who was your beloved Wonder Woman or Aquaman or Flash or whatever. I get that Superman and Henry Cavill. I get it, but I think it will be so idiotically dumb to remove Jason Momoa's Aquaman only for him to be low bow. That is so dumb. Why would you do? Why would you take a Why would you take a billion dollar character, scrap it, and put? You think Lobo's doing a billion dollars? Lobo, are you serious? So I like him too. He's he's fun. But like, what are we? Okay, so here's this is what there was. This was my fear when it came to this James Gunn as the the head of DC Studios. Listen, I love James Gunn. I love him to death. The Guardians of the Galaxies, the, the Suicide Squad. I love him. But my 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 main like I'm really scared about the fact that I remember when he got fired by Disney after that whole thing, right? One brother was like, "Oh, I'm fucking taking him, dude. What do you want to do? What do you want to do?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, the Suicide Squad." And I'm like, okay, okay, great. Okay, we'll see how you do it. And it, it was a great movie, right? And then, listen, James, uh, that movie was great. We're going to give you a show. What do you want to do? And he says, Peacemaker. And at the <laughs> time, I'm like, okay, Peacemaker is a, okay, the show's great. Now, I right. know, like, he, I know that we, he loves obscure characters, but bro. You gotta. This is you gotta stick to your main guys first. Like the reason why Marvel can go and do a Moon Knight and a Miss Marvel is because of all of their main characters are already established. You cannot. I, I think that's why it's a big mistake to start off a universe with Blue Beetle and Lobo. That is ridiculous. If you want, well, even it, even Guardians weren't. Like if you want, well like your DC, if you want your DC universe to be, to to be like right up there with the other big guys, you got to start with Superman and Batman and all of that. You cannot start with obscure characters. I think that's well, really. Well, hold dumb. on. Let me ask if, you a question. You, let me ask you a question. Basically, what if the MCU started with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Would that make sense? No, 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 no. no. Let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. I gotta ask you a question. Who were the most popular Marvel heroes before the MCU? Spider-Man. 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 So, so you got to go somebody else. They I'm have Superman. No. That's what I'm saying, man. But they have Superman. They super started with obscure characters. I'm not saying Iron Man super obscure in the comics, but like Cap, really? I'm but just that, saying but, they but, started but Leo, with some kind Leo, of lower tier. Belio, Belio, Belio. Listen, if you told me, listen, DC doesn't have Superman, they don't have Batman, they don't have Wonder Woman. Oh fuck! Let's start with Lobo. I I, I get it. <laughs> oh, not, maybe not <laughs> they, Lobo, but I think the Blue Beetle idea is but, a cool okay. One. 
fine, fine. But they have those guys. And one of those characters has been on the shelf for like 15 years in Superman. Like he's been on the shelf because of like the other regimes being too dumb. I think it would be really idiotic, really idiotic to start your universe off with the most obscure characters. I know it's going to be great, like a great movie or whatever, but the Suicide Squad last year, I'm sorry, it didn't do well. It, it didn't do well because it's not, because you ask people to, you ask like a main general audience to come in and ask them to care about Polka Dot Man and King Shark when like that's not what they want to care about well, right now as far as DC. So. Yeah, I think that's a little bit. And, and, and the it was pandemic. on HBO Max. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of there was a lot of pandemic movies that came out around the same time that did really good. A Quiet Place Part Two came out at the oh, height of the pandemic, okay. like, and that opened like that opened like doubled of what of what Suicide Squad did. So did Wasn't Mortal like, Kombat. In the summertime though, people were so looking what? for stuff to do. Wasn't it in the summertime or what? spring? What was in the summertime? When a Quiet Place Two came out. It was like May. That's Suicide like... Squad was like August. So. I also think people just didn't like the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I feel so well, like a thousand things wrong with that, the way that rollout, the, the title, everything. I get it, you know. But I'm just saying, I think it would be really, to me, I think it would be really dumb to start off your universe. Because I I'm, I know he's itching to put, like, Calendar Man at, like, the second movie for DC. And I think you don't do that yet. I think you do that after, like, your sixth project, your fifth project, fine. You know, but I don't think starting off the the rebooted DCU with Lobo and like Blue Beetle, I think that's really ridiculous. So it'll it's it, I do it's one of those things where I wonder who's gonna I mean if they're going to reboot reboot everything or it's gonna be selective because I think he's gonna probably keep some. If he does he's not gonna, keep Margot Robbie, I'm gonna burn my own house down. That's, that's one of the people I assume he would keep because I there, in my a list in my head I was thinking Margot's probably safe. Yes. He works. He's worked with her before. They did pretty well with the Suicide Squad despite the box office results. People they want people do like Margot Robbie as the character. Uh, he obviously already did Peacemaker, mm-hmm. so I figured John Cena is probably safe. But then, is that a uh, reboot Jason. though? If, if, I thought if, I thought if you want to reboot, don't you got to reboot everybody? Nah, I feel like Peacemaker. I mean, the only thing that kind of shot them in the foot was that joke at the end of Peacemaker, where the Justice uh. League showed up. Because if they hadn't done that, they yeah. probably could have very easily yeah. just ignored that and kept him in the new universe. But I mean, they didn't know that back then. And uh, Momoa of School 4 is going to stick around in some capacity, whether it be, I guess, as Aquaman or as Lobo yeah. too. Um, oh, I feel like Shazam, Shazam's another one. Oh, that Shazam be, got here, dude. <laughs> I feel like he could be brought in yeah. if they really wanted to. I mean, they didn't show the Superman in the first movie, so yeah. they could very easily get around that. Uh, Peter Safran did produce both Shazam films, so he obviously has some stake in Shazam and Aquaman. Um, so those are ones I could see them. It depends on what they want to do with, I guess, uh, what's his face? Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Black Adam. That's like, done. We'll Let see. me tell you, we'll Tyson, see Black does Adam is done. Like, they are not going to bring Black Adam back. Sorry. So, he might so come back going... as a villain in Shazam if they decide to roll with that character, but the writing was on the wall for that when Warner Brothers decided to release the first 10 minutes online before it even dropped. This guy, any uh, the Rock, service like clearly they're they're done with Black Adam. It's done. The, the Rock released he leaked 
the financials. Like, like <laughs> some he leaked the financials because he was tired of people saying that it was a fail. Dude, I have never seen The Rock this animated about like one of his own Ooh. movies. Usually, if a mo- if one of his movies are bad, he's like ah yeah whatever. Or like if they don't do like crazy numbers, like skyscraper, he's like ah whatever. We'll get him next time. But this Black Adam. And this Jungle is, and this is, I think this is like, I, I put it in a tweet that it, this feels like somebody who feels like all the, all the blame and all the like reasoning as to why the movie didn't do well is his, his fault or, or he thinks that people are saying that it's his fault. So out of nowhere today, uh, the, the, the there was a report. I can't I can't find where, but there was some type of report that I saw on Twitter that said uh, Black Adam's yeah deadline uh, a Black Adam two and a Hawkman spinoff was being mapped out by the Rock's studio like production company. Now I I hit pause on that because I was like the Rock's studio like what the, not Warner Brothers? So he wants the so <laughs> basically the Rock is like what this seems like is that the Rock is trying to force his own sequel with this seven bucks production. And he's like, they're, they're mapping out a Hawkman spinoff. So, and then I saw another thing with uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson, where he put out a, he put out a tweet um, about the financials for black Adam. So the rock's furious. Like he's angry. He's, he's mad. He's like, they're calling my movie a failure. So, he puts out the deadline tweet, leaked, leaked the financials to deadline, or told them, hey, it's 52 to million to 72 million. I don't know why he did this out of nowhere, <laughs> unprovoked. He just did it. He so, went sicko mode. Yeah. So so his tweet, he's like, waited to confirm waited to confirm the fight with financiers before I share this excellent Black Adam news. Our film will profit, but like he capitalizes profit between 52 million to 72 million and then he puts fact and then he goes like at almost 400 million worldwide um we are building our new franchise step by step and then out of nowhere unprovoked again he puts in parentheses first captain america did 370 million for the that was it so everyone's befuddled and everyone's like what is going on here? So then another article with the with all the the, uh, the DC news, my guess is that the rock saw that this DC shit was coming out soon and so he put out his own thing first. But <laughs> DC, then after that, Hollywood Reporter puts out a, a Black Adam sequel is unlikely. So listen. <laughs> so so my guess as to what what's happening here is that I think The Rock sees the writing on the wall that the hierarchy indeed did not shift or change or whatever. Uh, I th- like I said when the movie was coming out, they thought Black Adam was gonna do like a hundred and fifty million. Why they thought that, I have no idea. That's what they thought. If you went to Comic Con, like you know when Leo, Leo and I did, like. On stage, they were just making it seem like this is like the biggest thing that they're doing right now. I saw reports that he's calling it phase one. And this is the start of phase one. And we're building to Superman and all this stuff. And they're they're making The Rock like the lead kind of person to kind of take this DC universe in the right strat, like strades or whatever. And then the film opens like 67 million and uh it's a, which is a lukewarm number the film cost 300 million dollars to make 
and they opened up with 67 million. Now, The Rock saying The Rock says here on the on this tweet, um $400 movie. Dude, it didn't crack $400 million yet. It's like at 368 right now the movie worldwide after like 8 weeks or whatever. So, what I'm seeing here is that this is was a disaster. DC is moving on most likely from The Rock because The Rock was acting like he had all this juice and like apparently he doesn't because no one came out to see Black Adam. I guess we we, we also waited for like an eternity for him to yeah. play the character. And I was just, really excited like a couple of years ago. <laughs> and it just he, he was cast as the character like in the late 2000s. Yeah. And, and did, yeah, and then just my my reaction to all of that was just the fact of you cannot all of a sudden act like you were the underdogs of this like <laughs> whole you know this entire time when leading up to the movie you just kept telling everybody remember that DC fandom when he was like the hierarchy of the DC universe will change when Black Adam releases <laughs> he literally and, went on the stage in the Black Adam costume. yeah and and I and listen and it's it's a huge blow when. Like, I don't know, dude. Wakanda Forever comes out like two weeks later and just demolishes it. And and the Rocky goes on Twitter again. He's like, hey, you know, let's calm down on us, guys. We, we're, we're the new guys in town. The Black Panthers established. I'm like, well, you wasn't saying all of that before the movie released. Before Black Adam released, you wasn't saying that you're the new kids and you don't. we don't expect a huge number, but we expect a decent number. Dude, this, he had this, to switch that up real quick when that didn't perform well. I cannot believe DC or I'm sorry, Warner Brothers mm-hmm. put the first ten minutes online. It's, it didn't even on VOD or anything. That just like here's the first ten minutes, ten it's, hours before it comes out. Please watch the movie and like you see that they're really trying to get eyeballs on Black Adam. But come on, man, right around the corner from Wakanda Forever, they should have just moved that. I mean, they moved Shazam at that point. You might as well just move that out the way from Wakanda Forever. And Avatar, I guess. I mean, you, you it's a hard feel here. Yeah, Black Adam in October. I've, I've, I was always like, what? It just Bad feels like idea. a summer summer kind of June, movie. June, July. Listen, move that uh, back. Listen, the, the, the movie is out, and it's been out for a few weeks, and the movie did what it did. Like, but it's not. Listen, like a like he's right though. As far as far as like Captain America and those movies, you know, performing like that. But we are in like a complete different age. Whereas, like listen, if now. the if a Suicide Squad movie can open to one hundred and sixty nine million dollars, then a Black Adam movie can can open. Maybe not that. Maybe not that high. But like around that range of at least a hundred million dollars. If that's what your goal is, you know, like I think Wonder Woman opens like 105, uh, Man of Steel, I think opened around that range. Thor Ragnarok was like 117. So it's just a lot. It's, it just feels very ironic because it's making around the exact same amount that Shazam did. Right. It's just that's that's just the peak of the, the popularity. Of and those and characters. those characters, I guess, like even if you put like an A-lister at the helm, those characters are just they're not. They they are not when you think of DC like in the moment that that's just not what it is right now. It's like you know we we haven't even gotten a we we got a Black Adam movie before we saw a Flash one, and a Cyborg one, yeah. and a Green Lantern one. What? 
So I, I don't know. It's it's a very it's a weird it's a weird um, lineup. Yeah. I guess. A, well, wait, wait, hold on, so guys. We got to talk about that Green Lantern that was greenlit recently. What happens with that? The Are show that was oh, like oh, supposed no, to happen. No, not the show. They got... well, yeah, you're right. It was the show, the John Stewart one that was going <laughs> to yeah, happen. Right. That uh, that what's going to happen with that? There's just no Green Lantern. The fact that they have not had a Green Lantern live action project. Since the Ryan Reynolds one is a crime. Mm-hmm. The there was, there was a Green Lantern in Zack Snyder's show. A one that was cut. <laughs> I just cannot believe how bad they've done. And then you get one little shot in the war era. And I'm just like, man, that just doesn't make sense, man. You gotta have one of your main big DC characters bring in Green Lantern, man. If you need mm-hmm. a new, I think this is a fresh opportunity to get somebody in there. I mean, I think starting on. a universe with like a Green Lantern movie is a great idea. That'd Something be like tight. That. Something up like that, that up to a movie level. Yeah, it would it would be more fitting than a Lobo film. I feel like Lobo. I mean, as much as I do like Lobo, I don't think he's a, a character that should get a movie at least off the bat. I think he's very much settled as a. I think he would work perfectly as a character in a show, like a limited show, like a Peacemaker. On well, I guess it's called Max now. But oh, I think oh. he would be. I think he would benefit greatly from a eight to ten episode long Lobo show as opposed to a film because I feel like it would give you more time to be act for, I guess, casual fans to become more acclimated with the character as opposed to a film. And you're talking about confusing audiences. Let's take. Let's let's. Oh hey, uh, Jason Momoa. No, we don't want him to be Aquaman anymore. Fucking Lobo, dude. And then like people are gonna be like, what? I don't. I, I just think that, that. I just think that makes no sense to me i and then like what are you gonna do you're gonna bring in like joe schmo from netflix from a netflix show to be aquaman that just makes no sense just if you if you have jason just keep him that'll be i think he should just do both was, but i don't know if that's the plan. that'll be like that'll be like if marvel this was happening to marvel right say like say uh they they want to reboot everything and uh, they want to re they want to reboot everybody, but they kind of want to keep Chris Evans. So we're gonna have Chris Evans be like Calendar Man now instead of Captain America. But we're gonna bring in a new Captain America for the reboot. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like that. Then and, and and by the way, there's like plenty of blokes with long hair who can play Lobo. Why Jason? I don't. I don't know. I just think this. I, I guess. I guess for them, it's like a dream project, but in the sense that. I don't I mean, I don't know what they play on doing with Lobo, obviously. I'm not James Gunn and Peter Safran, mm-hmm. but you could very much just do Lobo as its own thing. Like that doesn't have to be connected as inter you know, not as intertwined as the whole DC studios, DC universe, whatever you want yeah. to call it. I don't know. I mean you could just have him not face Aquaman. I feel like that's a very simple procedure. Just have Lobo and Aquaman never fight each other, so you don't have to have it be Jason Momoa versus Jason Momoa. I don't know. I know people will like bring comparisons from like you know Cottonmouth, and then you know Cottonmouth is Blade now, I guess. But yeah, Marvel and DC do have. I mean, they have a lot of overlap as far as mm-hmm. some characters being Gemma lesser. Chan, and they get brought Gemma back. Chan was in Captain Marvel. She was blue, and now she's like regular color. You know. Well, yeah, Eternals. like Michelle Yao was one of the random. Guardians yeah. at the end of the second one, and now she, and now she was a big character in Shang Chi. I guess, but I'm just I don't know. I mean, those um, are good uh, recasts, though. Like this is like such a like this is like Dwayne was saying. You're taking like 
Thor and recasting that character into like another villain. Yeah, I think it'd be I do think it would be a downgrade. <laughs> go ahead. It would be a great. It would definitely be a downgrade, but Absolute we'll see downgrade. where they go. Come with on, that. man! Don't like. I feel like finish off that character and don't bring him back as no Lobo man. Like, come on. Like, really? really have do to, both. Right. I mean, at this point, if you just make the Flashpoint crap happen and now you can do whatever you want. Like, I mean, that's, that's just, just to be whatever. Like, if you're doing the full reboot, do the full reboot. The whole thing of, like, maybe I want to keep John Cena. Maybe I want to keep uh, Margot Robbie is, like, do the reboot or not. But, like. Well, that's well, that's the other interesting thing is the Flash comes out before oh, Aquaman, man. too. So, so they would reboot everything, and then the Aquaman is after the Flash. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, real quick, before we get off the sh- get off the air here, um, we're gonna go kind of get everyone's thoughts on what they thought of the first reactions for Avatar: The Way of Water. Uh, nobody here saw it yet. Leo, you didn't see it yet, right? You saw it? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so. I want to get everyone's thoughts. Last night was like, you know, most of the screenings and premieres and stuff. And dude, I'm going to be blunt, man. I turned off Twitter because (laughs) holy hyperbole. Like, oh my God. James Cameron's power, man. Oh my goodness. Can y'all chill? I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I get it. But those tweets last night, like I was exhausted by like tweet number three. I couldn't do it. <laughs> You're there was there, there was one tweet where it was like, I feel like I feel like James Gunn filmed this on another planet. I was like, oh dude, I'm out of here. I can't do this. Like I I I, I can't do it. I'm actually excited for the movie. I mm-hmm. see it on Monday and I'm actually pumped. I'm tired of 3D though, because I wear glasses and 3D sucks for people who wear glasses, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah. But um these these tweets last night, this was like the first time where I was not scouring the internet for tweets after like a big movie. I was kind of trying to avoid them. And I was just like, dude, y'all are going nuts. But I'll get you guys' thoughts on all of that. I'll start with you, Leo, your thoughts on kind of the big kind of praise coming out of Avatar 2. Um, I'm not surprised. As somebody who really adores another one of Cameron's sequels more than the first one, Terminator 2, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that he would strike lightning again with one of mm-hmm. his sequels. This wouldn't be the first time and maybe not even the last here. So... I can't say that I'm really surprised. Now, am I going to feel the same way? I hope so, because I have been seeing, finally starting to see some tweets that aren't as crazy about it. And I'm hearing Mm -hmm. that the story is not, still not up to snuff. And I'm like, okay, that was my big problem with the first one. It wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. So I'm like, okay, is that going to hold up? Visually, I know this is going to be gorgeous. I mean, let's be 100%. The Mm -hmm. trailers alone look fabulous so i know that there's not going to be a single problem with the vfx it probably is gonna win it's gonna win the award it's getting the oscar Mm -hmm. but i just i don't know if i'm going to be as excited coming out because i just don't love that first one i think the first one's okay Mm -hmm. especially outside of i mean i it's been so long since i've seen the first one that uh, it's choppy I, I just don't really like the first one as much, so I don't know that I'm going to be raving as much as the people have been initially. But hey, you know what? I hope Avatar fans really enjoy this because I feel like that's who this will be directed towards and geared toward. 
I hope the the fandom at least loves it. Like if they do, okay, let's continue making more. But I, I think it could very well be better than the first one at the same time because mm-hmm. it's James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Matt, how about you? What do you what do you think about I... all the reactions to Avatar: The Way of Water? I agree with you that people were a little bit much. Um, I was supposed to be seeing it tomorrow, but I can't, and I'm bummed. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I love the first one, I'll be honest. Um, mm-hmm. I've talked about this before, but one of my favorite like childhood memories is my mom saying I wasn't allowed to go to the midnight showing. And then I was shaken awake by my dad at like 11 p.m. Oh, and he brought like, wake you. up, wake up, wake up, we're, oh, we're going. And right. he snuck me out of the house and took me to the midnight showing of Avatar. It was like one of my favorite little kid memories. Um, so uh, that's I what my dad did for Saw. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I think that the film is going to be beautiful. I never question that the film is going to be visually stunning. But I think that people are a little bit annoying online, and I think that oh, hyperbole was uh, was going oh, off yesterday. Right. If they're in the fandom, though, at least that's a good thing, right? I mean, I, it, as you love Avatar, you'll probably come out loving it. Oh, I'll probably adore it. I just, um, I probably like it too. I'm actually really excited to watch it. I just, um, I just, dude, like the man because what i'm seeing i i was seeing even tweets about like imagine not not liking avid like i'm yeah. already seeing all of that and it's not even out people are being super judgy already about you you i'm keeping tabs of who doubted i hate everyone yeah, who doubted. Like, what like, is shut that? up what are we doing <laughs> I, the media around the movie has been pretty chaotic i guess but like, to, to like i that. understand yeah. even though i love avatar i understand why people don't and even though i'm ready to sit through a three-hour movie because it's pretty some people don't want to sit through a three-hour movie that has a lacking story yep. just because the visual effects are I'm gorgeous and yeah 100%. and i think it's really annoying for people to have been skeptical after this movie's gotten postponed a million times mm-hmm. people are going to be skeptical and to be like i'm I, i'm going to call you out if you change your mind jesus are we not allowed to have changing opinions like i never i never had like i never had a bad thing to say i've always been excited but i also wouldn't shit on someone because they saw the movie and they were like wow i was wrong i was like shut up oh my god anyway people were annoying as fuck last night so let 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 her cook cook. (laughs) seriously because like i was just like that's that that's like my main issue like i i don't care if you if everybody loves it, it's the whole of, oh, Dwayne, I know you doubted James Cameron. Like, yeah, are you five? What are you talking about? <laughs> I doubted James Cameron. I mean, maybe this is a hot take, but I do like Aliens better than Aliens. So he did it twice for me. So I have valid. a little bit more faith. That's, 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 a, that's a pretty that's valid. That's so valid. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so I, I mean, that I think that we we have a chance here. I mean, mm-hmm. this man with sequels, clearly, that's that's the right move. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. two could be better than one. But I'm, I'm with you, Mads. I feel like 
I don't want to sit through a three hour movie if I'm just not going to be gripping to that story the whole time. Like I'm yeah. a little worried about three hours and these long run times nowadays. <laughs> now I saw Babylon. That's why I, love the, uh, that's why I love James Cameron's comment. The other, well, I think James Cameron's press tour has been hilarious. I, don't know I think it's horrible, but, but I thought it was, <laughs> I think it's funny how he just doesn't nope. care as far as like what people think, you know, cause the one about the runtime is like, it's okay. You can take a bathroom break if you want. You know, you're going to see it again anyway. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I love it. So, I thought that was hilarious. Mm. But between that and then some of his other comments about the visual effects were pretty funny from the interviews I that's, read. See, I, I said this years ago about like pretentious filmmakers making long movies for the sake of making long movies. And I was ridiculed. I said, <laughs> because you know what, you know what movie you came up with? Was the fucking Irishman? Irishman, I knew you were gonna and say I was that. Super, we were, I was like, bro, I don't want to. I like uh, listen. And everyone is like, well, Dwayne, you don't love movies if you don't want to sit through a movie for three. No, dude. Do I love steak? Right? We all love yeah. steak here. We yeah. all enjoy steak. A nice prime steak. Now, do I need seventeen of them in a row? I do not. Okay. Here's my um, thing. Oh, sorry, sorry. Keep going. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna also say for Tyler as a wrestling fan, I love wrestling. But WWE a few years ago, they were just doing these nine-hour WrestleManias until they were like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, all right, people yeah. are tired. Let's do, let, let's day. cut it to yeah. two days now," which is great. Now, like, I do not need to sit in a theater because you were in your office, like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking make these people sit to my movie," and like, and you, and and like, it's like nine hours. The Snyder cut. Irishman, Babylon, Avatar. Y'all need to chill. Y'all don't need three hours. I... Endgame didn't need three hours. No, the fuck Batman that movie. didn't need two fifty six or whatever. Whoa, what we talking about? We talking about Endgame? Did I hear some Endgame slander? I did. I did. Um, I'm legally not actually allowed to say my opinion. Um, so I'll tell okay, you after the call. Just, okay, but um, oh, no. uh, here's my thing with the Irishman. I'm I'm ready. I am not saying it's bad. But mm-hmm. I have diagnosed ADHD. And if you're going to put a three-hour movie out there, you better oh. not put it on Netflix because I will not be watching that. I will be on my phone the whole time. In theaters, sure. I can sit there and watch a three-hour movie in theaters. But if you put it on streaming immediately, I'm gone. I, I will not know the plot. And I'm sorry. <laughs> just Twitter yeah, will someone, be having my attention. <laughs> I'm someone, because I fidget a lot, but I'm somebody who rathers have something on streaming so I can watch it in parts. I think mm. I was in college when Wolf of Wall Street came out, and I was like, "Brother, I'm not doing three hours like straight <laughs> right now." So I watched one half at night, and then I watched the other half in the morning when I woke up. And I just like, I it's just uh. you saying that reminded me of that tweet I remember going around when the Irishman was out, where somebody actually broke down the Irishman as a miniseries. Yeah, people, it's like, and the and the, you want to watch this? The cinephiles watch it four yeah. parts as a miniseries. Start here and stop here as episode. That's one. what I think was really great about Justice League or um the Snyder Cut is yeah. that they gave it like this is part one, this yeah. is part two, and it's like if you're gonna do it, do it that way so that fans can know where to that was, stop. That was four. That was four hours. Yes, it was. And I sat through it at midnight. I watched from midnight to 4 a.m. the night that it came out. My mom and I oh, had an agreement. Goodness. We watched one half and you know, at this time of day and then the other half during dinner. And that was it. Mm. I, I don't got time, dude. I, I just don't. I'm not over here I, saying that I'm the busiest man alive. 
But like, fuck, can I go pee? Can I go do some laundry <laughs> right, or something? Right, I get like, that four hours gripping damn. you in. I will admit I, was, I got a screener for that one, and I stayed glued <laughs> to the couch the whole time. I, I won't lie on that one. Honda Forever is another one time. that did not need to be 241 or whatever it was. No, no. 215, bro. Down we can like chop 15. that down. Yeah, agreed. So... But I am excited. You got Avatar. Avatar two is three twelve. That's nuts. But <sighs> I am excited. I'm going to be exhausted on Monday. But I just I want to see it early. So because my uh, my BOFCA voting for is next Friday. So I I don't want to wait till Thursday to see it and then cast a vote for it if I if I have it in any categories. I probably will. So that's why I want to see it early. So, but Monday I literally had to do a ten-hour shift and then travel to Boston to see that movie at seven p.m. Damn. Ah, so this is, we're gonna get some more Avatar. You know, James Cameron's basically already mapped out. I think six of them now. Yeah, sure. Six. But um, I am. Ex- I don't know. If he's, I don't know if he's gonna do yeah, all of them. Yeah, but um, I am excited for the movie. Like I, I am excited for the movie. But I did put a tweet out of after like seeing one tweet <laughs> yesterday. Oh, this is gonna be exhausting. Just because you would think that I'm not excited for the movie, but I actually really am. I just like these tweets are nuts. Like these. This <laughs> yeah, is reminding me of fair. like. This is reminding me of like when I saw the opening reactions to like Ant Man and the Wasp, and somebody was like, "Ooh, the best sequel of all time!" Oh man, I was like, "Bro, chill. <laughs> that's that's why I don't like first reaction tweets usually." I was like, chill. "Somebody, be dude, blockbusters or festivals." Somebody season. had like an eight long thread of the of a, of a review. guys, chill out! Like, oh my god, man. Ooh, all right. With that being said, everyone, I think that's it for our episode here for 114. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I'll go around the call, get everyone's social medias right now. I'll start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, on YouTube, you just search my name, Tyler Calvert, for reviews, rankings, a bunch of other stuff on there. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. All right. And, and Mads, let them know where they can follow you. Yeah, um, I'm on a new podcast called Cinema Vixens. We are on YouTube and everywhere you can stream podcasts, but we do have uh, videos on YouTube. Um, And that's at Cinema Vixens Pod on social media. I also, if you liked hearing me talk about DC, um, I have a Batman podcast called The Batshit Podcast. That is also anywhere that you can find podcasts or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore Amidala. All right, and Leo. Guys, you can find me at Geekly Goods on YouTube. Come on over to YouTube, search in the search bar, Geekly Goods. You'll see a logo with two G's. That's me. Come on over, guys. Let's talk a little bit of geek. We got a lot coming up on the channel, so hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. And then if you're on any other platform, hit follow on Geekly Goods on there as well. Dwayne, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you guys all for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the fa- follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo, Maddie, and Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.